0: Jewish Audio on Kaban.org Rambam Mishneh Torah, Hilchos Maaser, Chapter 8, Padik Shmini. One of the shorter chapters in the Rambam. Aleph 1, the Rambam gives a general rule here. In order to become familiar and fluent with terminology haperes, produce, shehuram, mayhem, truma Gedela, of which, or from which, truma, meaning the 2% for the Kohen, has been removed from it, utrumas maser, and the 10% of the 10% from the levy has been removed from it, and if I can just interject and explain for one minute. Let's say you have a hundred measures. Of those hundred measures, two of those measures, 2%, becomes truma. After that, 10% becomes mas, or goes to the levy. What goes to the levy is not holy, The obligation to give it is holy. But what goes to the levy becomes his everyday mundane money. But the levy has to take out from that a tenth and give it to the Kohen. So if we're going to round it off, it's one more measure that has to go to the Kohen. So it's two percent or two measures of a hundred that have to go to the Kohen for the truma and then for the levies. Truma, another percent. Now, ordinarily you should be giving the levy his 10%, and he should be giving it to the cohen. He should be giving his 10%, which means a tenth of a tenth to the cohen. But sometimes, let's say the levy's not there, or whatever the situation is, the farmer can take the 1%, set it aside from the levy's from the general portion, like, in that way, he has discharged the holy obligations. He still has to do the 10% to the levi, which is the law that we're learning about. So this is what he's saying. That when there is produce, where the first truma, the 2% to the koen, and the trumas maser, the 10% of the 10% of the levi, has been set aside, hein hanikroyin chulen, this Produce is now referred to as chulen. What does chulen mean? It comes from the word chol. Weekday, mundane, everyday produce. It now becomes regular everyday produce. How does produce become regular everyday produce? If the Kohen has everything he has to get from it, which is in round numbers, 3%, 2% for truma, An additional 1% for the truma, which the levy has to give. The im, and if, more so than that, if the other tithings have been set aside from that produce, what other tithings? The levy's tithe. And then we have my sirsheni, the second tithe, which in years 2, which in certain let's just round it off, which in certain years has to be brought by the farmer to Jerusalem, and then you have the poor man's tithe on certain years. <speaking in Hebrew> the terminology for that is produce from which all obligatory separations have been made. So therefore, when we use the term chulen, it means the truma has been removed, which is the most severe law. When we use the word chulen misukonim, completely corrected everyday produce, it means not only the truma, and trumas maaser, Not only the Cohen's portion has been designated and separated, but also the Levi's portion, the second tithe, if it applies, the poor man's tithe, and so on. Beis, Tevel, the word Tevel we learned is usually produce from which Truma has not been separated. And he says here that in this instance, the term Tebel refers to produce from which the tithes and Trumas Miser have not been separated. Which means, we're talking about the fact that the Kohen got his portion, but the Levi did not, and the Kohen did not get his portion from the Levi. Tebel, produce, from which the tithe for the levy has not been separated, and therefore the coins portion as well. Shinisarev, <speaking in> which became mixed in, Bechulun Misukonim, with everyday produce, from which everything that has to be taken was taken. And the situation, the scenario here is min Minbiminai, it's the same species, wheat in wheat because if it was a different species you can check the taste and it becomes nullified when it loses its taste which is usually a ratio of 60 to 1 but if it's wheat and wheat or barley and barley there's no change of taste because the wheat tastes like the wheat so now consequently what you have is you have produce from which the tithe and the truma for the tithe has not been taken, which got mixed up with produce from which everything has been taken. The best thing is if you have other produce, one uses other produce to take from that produce, for the Tevel, which, from which the Truma's Maestras has not been taken, Truma, o um, Maistress, L'Fiach Heshman. He says here in the notes, it's Truma's Maistress, the 1%, because the big problem here is not so much the 10% to the Levi, but the 1%. Because when the 1% is mixed in, it's forbidden to eat in very serious vein, because it's Truma. So the easiest thing is, is to use other produce. What if you don't have other produce? Now you have a problem. You have produce from which all the tithes and all the trumas have been removed and produce from which the 1% for the Kohen has not been removed. It's all forbidden until he separates it. And when he separates it, He has to lose from the finished, ready-to-go produce, which we call Khulan He loses the amount of the Truma from the Levites tithing, which, as we said earlier, is 1%. And here he spells it out in Gimel, Ketzad, spell it out. A hundred measures of tevel, which means of produce, from which the truma, from the miser, has not been separated. Which became mixed in the same amount, same measure, a hundred saw, of ready-to-go produce from which everything has been taken. So now we have two hundred but we're not sure what's what, because a hundred still needs the trumas meiser that one percent taken from it, and a hundred has everything taken from it. So the answer here is, you separate from that batch of two hundred a hundred and one. The chel shehifrish, and everything separated becomes tevel, becomes of that payo which still needs the meiser the truma taken from it. The Yeshua, if you take from 200 and you remove 101, you're left with Tish Invitation 99, Chulin Misso ready to go produce. Nimtso, so Acha. So ideally, he should have separated it into 100 and 100. The fact that he does it into 99, which he leaves, and 101, means he loses one measure. And there's a reason we lose that one measure, as he will explain. V'chein, this was the scenario where originally the truma itself had been removed. It's only the truma smizer we're concerned about. But similarly speaking, if that pile of tebel of undealt with produce, was tobel the truma, it also did not have truma taken from it. So now it needs what? Not only 1%, but an additional 2%. Mafsid minachun He now loses from the ready to go produce, kide truma, enough for truma, which is 2% or two measures, Utrumas miser and truma an additional. So he has to set aside from this 200, he has to set aside 3%, not 1% as earlier, but 3%, because he needs the 2% truma as well in this case. Now that's all fine, but the question remains a burning question. Why does he have to lose this one or three measures? In order that he or anyone else not say if he would have separated a hundred and a hundred, then people could say that the hundred set aside hey, are the everyday ready-to-go produce. And that which is left is the unfit tebel, and there would be confusion. So therefore, we set aside 101 to know for sure that the 101 is the part from which the truma has to be taken. The similar law would apply if the Tebel was less volume than the chulen. The earlier example was a hundred and a hundred. What if it's ninety and a hundred? Or a hundred and ninety. Magbi Tebel he always lifts up and sets aside. The tebel plus the truma of ma'isa plus the extra one percent minachulen. So, again, the example before was you have 200, because 100 got mixed up with 100. You take 101. Or, in the case where he didn't do truma yet, you take 97 and 103. If the truma as well had not been taken, so also if tithes, now we're talking about tithes, a pile of Meiser, belonging to the levi, became mixed up with Kulin, Mr. Connam, with produce ready to go. The problem is that the levi's produce did not yet have the truma taken from it. That 1%, the 10% of the 10%. It takes the whole mixture and forbids it. Yes, le'i the easiest solution is if he has... Other tithes, other produce of tithes, the best thing is take the 10% from other tides for this old pile. That would be the easiest solution. Although we learned earlier it's not the best thing, but we're allowed to do that. Take from one for the other. But if he doesn't have it, he picks up, the tithe that got mixed in, plus he loses that 1%. Ketzat, for example, hundred measures of tithe, which became mixed with 100. Ready to go produce. In this case, being that it's all Miser, he has to take 10%. Because 10% of Miser goes to the Kohen. 1% of the farmer's produce goes to the Kohen for Trumas Meiser. But from the Levi's portion, 10% goes. So he has to take 110. And the 110 becomes Meiser. If you had a pile of 200 and you took 210 from it, you're left with 90. The 90 that's left is ready to go produce. So also if the ready-to-go produce was more than the tithe produce from which the 10% had not yet been given to the Kohain by the Levi, or less, he has to set aside the miser, which is whatever it is, plus an extra tenth of the miser, from the regular produce. One more paragraph here on these scenarios, and then we move on to the next scenario. This is somewhat of a complex paragraph. Regular produce from which miser had not yet been taken. That got mixed up with my which still has the true said If it was the same measure, let's say a hundred and a hundred mafsid, then he takes the extra amount of the true must Kate said, for example, a hundred measures of table that got mixed up with a hundred measures of mafresh sir. He takes 101. Pile that he set aside the hundred and one miser is maaser betishim and I just us in the ninety nine left table. Next scenario: table if the table was more than the miser Babad, Then he just takes the miser really opposite table taking nothing from the table because if he did, it would be a serious problem. The way this mixture works shem yek kar yek the tromas meiser she because he was going to designate the trumas meiser of this pile on him so i said me do me tromas meiser choterb there's a forbidden mixture of meiser mixed with trumas meiser which is confusing and not not usable haya meiser me do but if the meiser was more than the tevel keta shem the tromas meiser she here he can designate the Ten percent of the ten percent, or mapishat table and set aside the non-processed produce. Plus the one percent. Now the whole table pile becomes mixed. Yim Kanano, the only solution here is he should sell it, as we learned earlier many times. La Cohen to a Kohen, Khutzmid may Trumushabai. The Kohen should pay a discount price, but for the two portions of Truma, he should pay nothing. Because that goes to the Kohen. But himsa mafsiman maisid, Acham the Mayh Shabbai said he only loses one hundred. Sho come Trumus May said, she be Tebel. Kitsad he spells out the scenario. Maya Tebel and Mosayim Ma if you have a scenario of a hundred. Measures of tevel with two hundred measures of maaser mafish meivish olis. Here he separates one hundred and three. What is the three? Asholish shen turmus maaser shameya tevel b'shir turmus maaser mimasoyim. You have the tenth of a tenth of a hundred, the tenth of a, a tenth from two hundred. Kadesh shal yabeilitus im masabakom so that people not become confused. V'yishar kuf tzarek zayin and. If you have a situation where you have two hundred plus one hundred and you set aside hundred and three, you have left hundred and ninety-seven. This becomes my sir. Now as we enter into seven, we have some diagrams. Next scenario, If somebody had ten rows of wine, of, of pitchers or barrels of wine, Each row had ten. Ten rows of ten is a hundred. Ten times ten. Okay, so far so good. He went and he took one (coughs) barrel of these hundred and he said this will be the truma of the miser, the one percent, Of another storeroom nothing to do with this what he did is he said verbally this one barrel okay so what's the problem the problem is what he said is I'm taking up the outer row but as the diagram shows there's so many outer rows Take the first diagram here. There's four outer rows. Which outer row did he set aside as Trumas Meiser? So there's an easy solution. Again, we're looking at the first diagram. And he takes two barrels, Caddy Corner, and he mixes both. On bohem um, and of that he sets to the side. What do we gain from caddy corner? And by the way, these are diagrams which traditionally we believe were created by the Rambam himself. What do we gain from caddy corner? You see the two caddy corner marked because the two shaded boxes represent four outer rows. Because when you have a, a barrel in the corner. It represents the row on the east, the row on the west, the row on the north, and the row on the south. So with two barrels, you get away with four outer rows. That's just the the nature of a diagonal line. Okay, next scenario, Ches 8. What if he designated it at half the outer row in a particular half? Then you do we're not sure which one here, because we're dealing with a general half row, you have to take every one of the four corners as diagram number two shows four barrels, one from each of the corners if he used one row if he said the miser for the other room is coming from one of the rows, is not sure, the easiest solution is, and that's the next diagram, you create one diagonal row, and, and that diagonal row has within it one of every row. What if he uses a hair row, he doesn't know which one, he now, going to the next diagram, has to take two rows. Uh, two diagonal rows like an X. And then he takes them, mixes them together, and then separates the tithe. Test 9, Koba HaMaiser What if he designated the tithe on one of these barrels when you do Ezra? He has no idea which one. He doesn't know outer, inner, corner, he doesn't know anything. All he knows is he designated one of them. He has to take from every one of the hundred and mix one barrel. And he has to set aside the tithe. End of chapter 8.